Blog Talk Radio.
name of Amen is supreme, the all-powerful, the one and only true Lord. And Amen we trust as the Republic of Mentalists. Real 144,000 is being gathered in this day and time, mentalists. Good evening. I'm your host, the intellectual Nubian Mankaris. This is Mental Act Radio. And tonight, we're going to be discussing why do we stop and start things in our lives? Why do we um, pretty much um, pick up things in our lives and then we drop them in our lives? It could be um, relationships. It could be occupations, interests, things like that, people you outgrow, things of that nature, right? Why does that happen? Because those who are truly in the living, who are amongst the living, not the ones who are existing, the ones who are truly of the living, we move in order to make lines or inroads to something, and we stop to make impressions. We move to create lines, timelines, and we stop to make impressions in space. This is why we stop and start those who are on this level of ascension, on the level of uh, evolution who are growing. You got certain people, if you ever notice, everything with them throughout their lives is the same. They live in the same town, got the same job, or, you know, they end up with the same job, same town, same people, same everything in their life. Same way of thinking. Nothing changes with these people. Nothing extends or nothing really grows with these people. I should say, I don't mean to say change. You know, they go through their life changes as far as they grow up. They get jobs, things, you know, change in their lives, but they don't evolve. See, this is the difference between those who change and those who evolve. Evolution, as I said, is growth, right? Growth to where you grow out of a certain thing and you don't return to that thing again, that way of life that you lived at one point. That's growth. That's evolution. And then you got changes where, you know, you have things that are added to your life, but it's not really a growth or something that you've evolved into. You just, things were just added into your cycle of existence, like so-called relationship, a job, things like that, things you're going to basically be connected to for the rest of your life. There's no real big growth or change, you know, evolution in your life. None. You see? That's why a lot of the things that grow up and they, or they, you know, saying they change and they grow and, you know, and they become, um, you know, they go through things in their lives. A lot of people, you don't, a lot of people don't have any big monumental change in their lives where their friends and family don't, you know, really don't, uh, uh, acknowledge it, but you can tell the difference between whether you've evolved and grown versus changed based on how your friends, family, and so-called associates treat you. You can tell the difference between your evolution and a change. You can tell. See, change, people don't really got a problem with change. Like I said, you get a job, you want that job for years, you date the same person for years, you know, you go to the same movies, you do the same thing, you got the same interests and things like that. Nothing grows or evolves with you, you see. You're just on one circular path in your life. You're on that circle of life or that cycle of life, you see. And you continue moving in that cycle of life. But then when you have times where you stop and you go, and you stop and you go, that's a sign that you are 
growing because you're taking time to stop and contemplate and you are growing from an experience you had. See, people who are evolving, growing, they have real experiences in life. They have those real experiences. The people who are just changing, they just, you know, going through this stage of existence where circumstances and situations are being laid out for them, given to them, and they really don't have to make a choice or a change or nothing like that. Like I said, you got people who live in the same town all their life, got the same job. They might have started their job 17, 18 years old, whatever, 19, 20 years old, worked the same job for 30, 40 years, whatever the case may be, or have a long, you know, whatever the retirement age is. There's nothing really different than anything, uh, you know, they're going to deal with the same people, go to the same church, go to the same. Everything is pretty much the same with them, you see. They're not a people who are able to evolve or grow. They like their little circular life. They like their little circular life. They like their little circle of friends. They like their jobs they might have had for 20, 30 years that they're going to retire from. They like where they live. They like their little house. They like their, you know, they're they, they good with that. They just good with that. They don't want anything different. They don't want anything that's going to be life-changing or evolving. They don't want that. See, the people who start things and the people who stop things, we're on like a train of evolution. We're on a train of evolution. We're on that train, we're on that path, we're on that evolution. And in that train, that path of evolution, you grow out of things and you grow into other things, greater things, you see. And like I said, people will usually have a problem with you when you're evolving. People won't have a problem with you changing. They have a problem with you evolving. That's why when you evolve and you grow, people say, oh, I don't really recognize you no more. You're just so different, right? You're just so different. They don't recognize you no more, right? Right? They want that familiarity because, like you said, and and change, familiarity, like I said, you know, when these people are growing up in the same environment and nothing really on the outside of the environment enters your uh, um, enters enters your um, it doesn't enter your um, circumference, your little circle, you know, then that's fine with that. These are natural changes that you're going through according to them. These are natural changes, but you're still staying in the circle. You're still staying in the box. You're not stepping outside of that. Now, for a lot of people, that's fine. And I'm not knocking that for a lot of people, that's fine. But for those who are not born of that, for those who are born to evolve, born to grow, born to extend themselves, we have these stop and go periods in our lives. We're going to have these stop and go periods in our lives. Or when I say stop and grow periods, more like stop and grow, you see. And, you know, you're growing along as you're moving on the path. And when you're going, you're growing as well. Because I said this is a growth. This is a evolution. This is an extension. You see? And as we are extending, we are growing, our thoughts are evolving. We don't look at things the way we used to look at things anymore because we took time to stop and contemplate. We took time to stop and consider. We took time to stop and reconsider, to really think. 
See, the people who are constantly moving in the circle of existence, the people, the everyday people, the ordinary people, they just moving around in there. Like I said, their 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 existence is of getting up in the morning, going to my job. I've been going to the last ten years. I'm coming home, I'm going to sleep. I'm going out on a date, I'm going with my girlfriend or my boyfriend. I'm gonna go to the same thing. These people do this over and over and over again. They don't want anything out of life because these people are not really living. They're existing. They don't want anything more out of life because these people really have no life. They're just existing. They have to have jobs created for them. They have to have interests created for them. They have to have um, activities created for them. They have to find things within the circle of their existence, just like the mass majority of people on the planet. And that's fine. You know, that's that's their lot in life. That's fine. But for us who are part of the growth, we are another stage. We are another stage of life. We are another growth for life. We are an extension to a greater life. Why? Because in life, you stop and you go. And you grow. Stop is like you literally filling up in a, you know, gas station or whatever. You know, you fill up the car in the gas station. You fill up the car in the gas station. You fill it up so you can go. You know, you fill it up so you can go. You stop and you go. You stop and you grow. You see, that's part of the ascension. That's the ascension, our ability to move on a path and know we're moving on a path, be brave enough to move on a path, and continue on that path, you see, stopping only when necessary to contemplate, to consider, to reconsider, and we continue going. We stay on that path. We stay on that path of evolution and growth, you see. Like I said, a lot of people came on this path of evolution and growth, not change, but evolution and growth. Like I said, the people came, that came here into this community, they represent the people of the past. They represent the people of the past, the linear path, or on that path of extension and growth. They are on that path of evolution because they came into something that they normally in their two-dimensional mind frame would not have come into. They came into a community. Coming from people who think in an individual mindset, they came into a came into a body where there's a collective mind working in unison. Now you've had people who are not fit for the change, who were not set for the change, and they return back to the two-dimensional state, the individual state where they belong. They return right back to that. You see? They return right back to that individual state because, like I said, the people who are of the revolution, the circle, the people who exist within life but not who are not actually living because you've got the people who exist within life but they're not actually living. You follow what I'm saying? They're being um, animated. They're being given things to do to keep them living, to keep them alive, to keep them from being stagnant, standing still, and pretty much dying out. They're given activities and things to do, you see, on this 
circular path that they live. We are meant for greater things. This is why we have the ability to stop and start things in our lives and restart our lives again and re-jumpstart our lives again. This is how we have the ability because everybody who's been in here in this community, they have been through things in their lives. May you you might have had a short life. You might be young. Your life might have been short. Or you might have been older, but you've all experienced things, myself included. We've all experienced things in our lives that brought us to this point. And the fact that we came to this point and entered this point is a sign of our evolution and growth because, like I said, it was a time where we wouldn't even thought about doing nothing like this, being part of something with so-called, quote-unquote, other black people because we have this stigma, you know, of black people and this idea that we cannot cooperate or be amongst each other and live as a community and live by law and order. See, that is a very hard sell to the so-called black race, so much so that even the outsiders and the other races know that our people are not community or collective people and that we are not people of growth. We're not people of growth and accomplishment collectively. We want to be individuals, and this is what hurts us. We're not a people who are able to start and go and continue to grow. We're not, they know, we're not known as those kind of people. So when they see these kind of people coming from amongst us, it kind of makes people nervous. It kind of makes people envious. It kind of makes people or it puts people on edge because when they see a people who in their mind are not supposed to grow or not supposed to move forward, who are not supposed to cooperate with each other or live, you know, live for and by each other, that, you know, to see us doing that, that really puts people at, you know, at a, how you say, it shocks people. Let's put it that way. In other words, if the people in our neighborhoods that sell us, you know, whatever, the Asians, the Arabs, or whatever, other races of people all of a sudden saw that there was no more of our people fighting against each other, no more of our people disrespecting each other. Our people was all coming together on one accord and calling ourselves another name as people and focused on one thing and there was no separation. Do you know what would happen? Do you know that would send shockwaves through this whole entire planet if that happened? But in order for that to happen, there would have to be a process of stopping and starting we would have to stop this circle of confusion, this circle of existence that we have been living in as black people, as individuals, as a bunch of two-dimensional, low-level, submissive thinkers. We would have to stop that and restart ourselves in the third dimension. We would have to stop in our tracks, dead in our tracks in the second dimension, and make a jump into the third dimension as a collective body of people. And that's not really going to happen with the mass majority of people. That's not. That's not really going to happen. You see? And why that's not going to really happen is because, as I said, so many people in this existence, they've been trained to think that this existence is life. They've been trained to think that existence is life. And that's what they've been fooled at. Existence is not life, and life is not existence. I told you, you have animals 
creatures and things like that, they exist. You see, they exist. They already had their um, cycle of existence laid out for them, their train of thought or limited level of thought laid out for them. It was already laid out for them. Ours was laid out as well, but we laid out our own thoughts. That's the only difference. We laid them out. Those who are of the elect, we laid out our own thoughts in the upper dimensions. We are the extension of something greater within ourselves, and this is why we have the ability to stop and start and stop and restart ourselves again. Those who are of the elect, we have the mental power to do that, to regenerate ourselves, to raise ourselves in a higher state. We have that ability, and we usually don't. We don't usually utilize that because we're so busy trying to fit within this existence. We're so busy trying to fit within this existence, and we're trying to turn this existence that everybody is experiencing into life. We start to think that this existence that people are living is life. And we feel that we just have to, we might as well just live in this existence. But I say like in the Matrix, when the character Neo was trying to tell people about them living in the Matrix, they didn't want to wake up to the fact that they were living in the Matrix, you see, that they were living in the false world. That's all the Matrix was, the false world that was um, created by the humans, by the beast, for the populace, the sheep, as they call them, to live in that virtual reality. But we see the glitches, those of us who are actually moving, those of us who are actually in motion, those of us who are actually in motion as in stopping and starting and things like that, we can see the glitches. We can see the glitches clearly in this everyday existence. We can see the falsehood and the glitches that are constantly coming about, the falsehood that's starting to fade away. You can see the glitches and the people, places, and everything here, meaning that the continuity that they once had is starting to break up, break apart. You'll see a lot of people, if you notice, you'll see a lot of people today, they'll tend to just be bugged out and crazy and just off mentally for no reason. More people are starting to be like that. I'm starting to see more of an insanity energy here within this three-dimensional realm, more insanity. It's starting to take hold of the people in this three-dimensional realm, which is a form of glitch because when you're constantly moving and rotating in a circle, when you're constantly rotating in a circle without stopping, because you people who exist, you rotate in this circle of what you think life is. You rotate in this circle of existence. You rotate in your circle of existence continuously. These are the people who they they got to go to work. They, got, they always got a bunch of activities. They got to go to work. They got to uh, come home. They got to cook dinner. They got to do this. They got all these things to do, right? They got all these activities. We got to go over here go shopping. We're going to go to a club. We're going to go over here. We're going to do this. We're going to go to a comic. We're going to do this. They got all these activities to do, right? You know why these people have so many activities? They do. They got, always got to be out shopping or always got to be out moving around. They can't never sit still and sit quiet. They can't do any of that stuff because, they know if they stop, if they stop for one minute and contemplate things in their lives, they'll start to see the glitches as well. They'll start to see the glitches in their existence. They'll start to see the glitches. And they won't know how to make them out. 
You see, you ever see these people? You, like it could be you can have somebody when your family members come from someplace, and you know you you want to just chill out and hang out and talk with them, and you know just kick back, and not really go nowhere, just spend time with them. Where the club at? Where this at? Where the music at? Well, it's boring out here. I don't want to sit quiet. I could do that. Else. They can never sit still. You see, and they'll say these people are hyper. They'll say they're just really hyperactive. That's not really it. The reason why they like that is because they don't want to see the reality of their existence. They don't want to see the reality of their existence, that their existence is false, that they're really living for nothing, that they are living or trying to give their so-called lives meaning. They're trying to give their so-called lives meaning. That's why they have to do a bunch of activity. They have to act as though their life, or should I say their existence, is more important than it actually is, that it's more important than it actually is. You see, so they have to make activities their focal point. See, but to the wise person, the one who's actually living, the one who's embracing life, they take those moments to slow down, sit down, get with themselves, be quiet, and they stop, and they contemplate, and they're constantly moving. Those are the people who do that. You see, those are the people who do that. They have the ability to do that versus the people who do not. Versus the people who do not. The people who do not, like I said, they got to constantly keep moving. You see, they cannot go enter into that void. Right, so they have to constantly keep running on that treadmill. It's almost like a treadmill in life. They don't ever want to stop. They don't want to get off the treadmill. You see, they don't want to get off the treadmill. They don't ever want to stop. They want to keep going. Right, these are the people who embrace this existence. They're not embracing life. They're embracing the existence. And in this existence, in this state, they got this idea that is throwing them off mentally. The idea is that the cycle will never cycle out, that the cycle that they live on, the existence will never cycle out. We, on the other hand, know that we're coming from one path to another path, you see. We're coming from one path into another path. We who are here, we didn't expect to come up, come upon this. We didn't expect to come upon this community, come upon this knowledge, and be a part of this. We didn't expect that. That was not the plan in our lives. But a lot of us really had no plans in our lives. And the reason why we didn't make plans in our lives is because somewhere deep down inside, we just felt as though life was guiding us in a direction. Those of us who kind of felt that, I felt that, you know, you had that sense that sense of destiny where life, you're being guided in life on a path. You don't know exactly where, but you know you're being guided there. For me, it was this community and what we built here, what I started to build here. That's what this life path was about. For those of you who came here, this is what your life path was about. This was where your life was supposed to start at. This is where your life has started at because prior to this, we really didn't have no lives. Because I can't, I pretty much guarantee you most of the things that you 
can look back on in your life, you totally don't identify with them anymore because you've outgrown these things. The things you look back on in your life, you can't identify with because they weren't real. Nothing was real until you came to this point, until you made the real decision. Do you realize many people will never come to a point where they make a real decision in their life to become a part of something that's not part of this three-dimensional realm? We did that in this community. We came to a real point in our lives, and we really started to live because we were living for something that's not of this three-dimensional world. That's of a higher dimension. That's of a higher state. That's why when we explain mental health to people, the average person is not going to get it because they're of this three-dimensional world. They're in this and of it, or should I say beneath it. And we are being raised above it, our level of comprehension, our level and our direction in which we're traveling. We're being raised above this. You see, people think that your situations in life, life can't change or grow, I should say. They don't think that, you know, they, again, they don't know the difference between growth and change. They don't think that you can grow or outgrow things in your life. You can. You can. You outgrow existence. You outgrow the existence of the third dimension. Or being beneath it, you start to outgrow that. And that's what a lot of our people are starting to do right now. They're outgrowing the existence that they once were a part of. You are outgrowing that. You see, you might have been in this existence 20-something years, 30 years, whatever the case may be. Then one day you get shown that the existence that you were living was not life because the things that are handed to you in this life, all of the things within this three-dimensional realm that are handed to you, your education, your jobs, your your interests, all these things that are handed to you are, are within this bubble. They're in the bubble. They're in the bubble of the third dimension, you see. But what happens when you become a part of something that's outside the bubble? What happens then? What happens then when, next thing you know, when you were at one point inside the bubble and now you are outside the bubble looking in, looking in at everybody and everything, scrutinizing everything? You've just grown. You've grown. You have grown, and you have outgrown the limitations of the three-dimensional realm or being beneath the three-dimensional realm. You have outgrown it. And that comes again with stopping and going, with contemplation, filling in spaces. Because I said, what is life if not traveling as men and women on paths, traveling on paths and making impressions in spaces in our lives? You see, each year of your life is supposed to be the time in which you stop and you grow 12 months, you know, mature. You become 12 months more mature than you were in the last 12 months. You see, that's what life is. You're moving on that path for the 12, 12 months out of the year. You're moving on that path. And then on your birthday, that represents your stop point. Your birthday represents your stop point where you grow to another year. You grow toward another year. Where you become 
another year older, another year more mature. You got certain people, like I said, the mass majority of people, they just get old and they become old fools. What's the difference between those who just grow old and be old-ass fools versus those who become mature and older and they become the elders? They become elders and you got the old fools. The elders are the ones who realize that they have grown. They have had, how you say, peaks and valleys and hills and things. They like They've actually went through things in life and had real lifelong experiences, things that have evolved them, things that have grown and extended their way of thinking. That is the people whose life stops and starts for them. That's the people. They had life-defining moments and things in their lives. And then you have those who had no life-defining moments. It was just one big circle. And like I said, you are encouraged to stay within that circle. You are encouraged to stay within that circle by your family, your friends, and everything. They really don't want to see you grow because that means you will eventually outgrow them. You see, they want you to stay the same. They want you to stay the same. They do not want you to grow because they cannot grow. They have not had the time of contemplation, stopping and starting things in their lives. They just went straight through. Like you might see it, you might see the female. She go from male to male to male to male to male. She don't give herself a break. She don't give her body a break. She just going from male to male to male. She she break up with her boyfriend by in another week or two. She she gonna be in bed with another guy, or she got a new so called quote unquote boyfriend because she don't want to have that time where she's by herself and she has to face herself and she has to contemplate things and think she don't want she don't really want that. The average female excuse me, the average female don't really want that. The average female wants to constantly be entertained, wants to constantly be stay in that circle of dealing with somebody and the drama and the chaos and the confusion and the Whatever that comes with it, that's the, that's what they want. They want a rotation of that. They don't want anything beyond that. Because in their mind, anything beyond that is boring, is non-existent. It does not exist. They feel that to have their world, their temporary world, their circular world, they feel that by having their circular world, and their mindset stimulated, they feel that they then are also stimulated. But we know this is not the case. It's not true. And the reason why this is not true is because you see people doing such uninspiring things in their lives. Why do we have a planet full of uninspiring people? Why do we have a planet full of people who are doing nothing? Why is it when someone accomplishes something, something great on another level or extraordinary, we see that as great or see that as supreme or special where we should excuse me, when we should see this as more of a norm. It should be a norm that we are accomplishing great things. It should be a norm that we come together. It should be a norm that we have a community. This shouldn't be anything considered to be special. In the fourth dimension, this community is not special. It's only special here in the third dimension because it wasn't never seen before. Us coming together 
by way of by way of our own transmission, by way of our own knowledge, we're being brought together, not by nobody else's. But it's seen that way, like I said, because you're looking at people who are not growing and not evolving. Their existence is one of their existence is one of tedious rotation, tedious rotation, tedious. Uh, uh, performing of menial things in life, menial thoughts. You see, you can like you like you know you can look at certain people. You can look at the mass majority of people nowadays, and you can tell who gonna pretty much be a damn loser, who ain't going who life ain't really gonna amount to. Now you can pretty much tell that, right or wrong. Rarely are you gonna be wrong about that, and you could tell that because these are the people who are the shallow ones in life. Like I said. It's just enough for them to get by, to eat, sleep, and crap, and do nothing else. It's just enough. And I'm not even just talking about money-wise. I'm talking about just in accomplishments. They don't feel that accomplishments are necessary, real accomplishments. They don't feel it's necessary to uh, push the youth towards things. They don't feel like that because they've grown, they've grown up without or grown up with the absence of growth. They have not grown up. That's why you got a lot of these young generation of kids. They just a bunch of overgrown, big ass overgrown kids. Even when they're in their twenties and thirties, they still a bunch of big overgrown kids. They're not young men and young women. They're not because it takes time to become. That it takes stopping and going. It takes contemplation. It takes thinking. It takes the focus of your full mental power to become that. It takes the focus. Of your full mental power to become that, to be aligned with that, to be in unison with that. And the best way to become that is by way of community. That's the best way. In fact, it's the only way. You see, we got to keep that in mind always. We got to keep that in mind always. You see, and we must always know who we are collectively as a people and never let anybody tell us different because you're going to have people that are going to continuously try and tell us different. They're going to try and tell us something other than what we are. They're going to try and make us something that we are not. And we realistically have this ability of growth, Unimental growth, unimental change, unimental extension. We have this ability to do that. We have this ability of growth, change, and unimental extension to do that. But we must know and we must always be aware that the power of growth far outseeds or far exceeds the power of change. Because change puts you right back in that rotation of circular thought and circular ideas and whatnot without any extension to anything higher. Growth puts you to that. Again, on the longest path that you take in life, there has to be stop points and start points. There has to be a time for you to develop. There has to be a time for you to outgrow certain things. There has to be a time for you to be coming into certain states of who you are. As a person, like I said, the people of the third dimensional realm, their change is locked within the third dimension. And there will be no ascension 
from the humans from the third dimension. None whatsoever. The fourth dimension is blocked off. The fourth dimension is blocked off to these people. We are the people who the door is opening for. We represent the people who the door is opening for. The people who are of the eternal bloodline, the eternal race, the continuous race. We represent them in this day and time. No one represents us but us because we are part of the evolution. We are part of the extension. This is this world is evolving into the fourth dimension. So are we. We as the elect. We as the collective, we are evolving as well. And like I said, when I look every day and I see the new people who are waking up and coming home and, you know, embracing the reality of this message, which is mentalect for the elect, the reality of mentalect, then what that does is it causes a friction and a vibration. You see, it causes a friction and vibration, especially within the bounds of the beast. And the boundaries of the beast Anyone who is moving outside those boundaries, thinking outside those boundaries, notice how quick they're ostracized. Notice how quick they're shot down. If you start to move outside the confines of the circle of the beast, outside of his ways of thinking, notice how fast you shot down, especially if you're bronze. You see, they'll tolerate fantasy and fake thoughts. No, they'll, they'll tolerate that from their own kind. They'll tolerate that from them. They'll tolerate their fantastic thoughts and whatever their fantasy thoughts and whatnot. But from us, no. Mm-mm. For us, no. And again, that's because we are a totally different race, a totally different species, a totally different group of beings who are on a separate path. That's what we represent. Those who are on a totally separate path of growth, on a totally separate path of extension. We would have to grow into this and know how to switch it up because those who are unable to switch up, those who are able to outgrow certain things and switch into the next stage of growth, those are the people who are going to be left in the ashes and darkness. Pay attention to this. We know who we are based on time we have to stop and start things in our lives. That's how we know who we are. It's how we keep in touch with our outer selves and inner selves as a collective body. This is how we stay in touch. There's no other way to stay in touch. The only way to stay in touch with our ability to go into the void and stop and start at any time and restart ourselves again is by way of Amen. That's it. That's all. Not by way of anything else. These people out here, they have nothing for us in this day and time. Nothing. And we must realize that. We must realize nothingness when we see it because we're giving up something for nothing. We're giving up something for nothing. What is the something we're giving up? The ability to stop and start and restart our lives again, to stop and go, to contemplate, to grow out of 
things that are not going to grab us and raise us mentally. Things are not doing that. So, again, we must keep in mind. We must keep in mind of who we are, what we're supposed to become, and why we're supposed to become that. See, because, you know, there are no real wrong turns in life. The only wrong turn is to turn into the circular path. That is the only wrong turn. They turn into the rotation of the same thing, the nonsense, over and over and over again. That's the only real change, uh, change or rotation in life. And again, when we know this, when we accept this, we'll be a lot uh, further extended and better off in our view. In our vision, we will start to access extended versions of ourselves. And when I say access extended versions of ourselves, what I mean is the ability to access us as we truly are, who we are truly meant to be. See, when we stop and start ourselves, when we stop and go, we are really accessing or trying to access extended versions of us because aren't we when we stop and go we're trying to always play and figure out what to do next and figure out the best way to do this and figure out we usually stop to think yes so if we're stopping to think and figure things out and whatnot then we are looking for growth to come from those thoughts are we not we're looking for clarity direction growth wisdom to get us to go on that path isn't that right this what, isn't this what it's about? So if we know this is truly what it's about, then we should all be on this path. At least those who are of the elect, we should all be on the same path. You see, if not, then we're not traveling at all. We're not moving at all. We're not walking at all. We're just moving in circles like the entire black race. We're just moving in circles because the path they got so-called black people moving in is really a satanic path. It is a witch path. That circle is a circle of path in which spells is put on people. Not trying to go so, so deep in this, but then again, I might when we come back. You see, this is a false path that's taken for our people. You see, this is why in your, in your high school, remember you used to have something called guidance counselor? Remember you used to have something called guidance counselor? Y'all remember that? How many of y'all remember the guidance counselor? Now, these are the people who are supposed to guide you. These are the people who are supposed to guide you on your career path, right, when you were in high school. So if these are the people who are set to guide you on your career path in high school and you got so many people who are doing nothing after high school, hmm, is that on purpose? Is that on purpose, these guidance counselors? Is that on purpose, these people are supposed to be guiding you on a path towards something, to a direction, and yet you end up nowhere dealing with these people? Why is that? Because the path that they were guiding you on is the path they got everybody on, the path to nowhere. 
they're guiding you. These guidance counselors work in these high schools or whatever, year after year after year. They do that just so they can guide you, guide you just like everybody else on the path to nowhere, what they call the job market. You see? Yeah. That's what they call the job market. they just throwing you in the rat race, throwing you in a circle because their job is to guide you on a path to nowhere. They're not here to inspire you. They're not here to raise you on a higher level. They're here to keep you in the circle, in the circular path, thinking about the same things, talking about the same things, having the same focus, having the same everything. Nothing has changed. Nothing has changed and nothing will change when you're in that path. You see, when you're in that path, nothing changes and nothing will change. It's not designed for change. The people of the past, the people who are in the circular path, that path is always going to change, but it will remain. How do you say? What matter of fact, what's that saying? How does that saying go? The more things change, the more they remain the same. How many of y'all familiar with that saying? More things change, the more they remain the same. Why do you think that that saying is said? Because that just says, because what that means is those things appear to be changing. They're really not doing anything at all. Nothing's really being altered. Just trivial things are being taken in and out of your circle of existence, but your life is not really changing. It's not. You see? Yeah. Please understand that. Yeah. See? Keep that in mind. They want you in the rat race. They want you in the circle of existence, not the circle of life. Because you keep life going above you while you are existing beneath it. We'll be right back. Oh, 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 
You ever notice those people who you look at and they laugh, and you could pretty much <laughs> tell the you know the path in which their life is going to go for the most part, and you can look at other people and tell that these people are going to have an extraordinary life. They're going to have something exceptional happen to them, or they're going to be a part of something exceptional. Like in other words, they don't fit. This is how we judge people. We say you got those people who are ordinary people, right? And you got those people who are extraordinary people, extraordinary people. You see, it takes a lot of courage to be extraordinary. You know, you can see people who are who are extraordinary who try to force themselves into being ordinary people. They try to force themselves to be mediocre people. And they usually do this because they're shamed into fitting in, you see, or trying or to, you know, they, they, they're made to be ashamed for not fitting in, you see. They're being made to feel ashamed instead of finding where they truly belong. Because everybody belongs someplace. You got the mass majority of people who fit into this two-dimensional realm and the lower beneath that. You got people who fit in, especially our distant relatives. They fit into the two-dimension. They fit into the state of rotation. They fit into this rotation because the two-dimensional rotation is beneath the three-dimensional rotation. See, these rotations go in different directions. The rotation of the second dimension moves opposite the rotation of the third dimension. I'm going to say it again. The rotation of the second dimension moves opposite in rotation to the third dimension. You see, the second dimension moves in rotation to the left. The third dimension moves in rotation to the right. You see, why do I say that? Because you can't have right without left. You can't have black without white. You can't have good without bad. And I explained to you all that the third dimension and the second dimension and anything below that three and down is meant to be a motor or an engine of rotation, right? It's meant to be an engine of rotation. And on top of this engine of rotation is the fourth dimension that is ascending by way of this everyday rotation. In other words, we could not be extraordinary people in this three-dimensional realm if there were not ordinary people here. Y'all follow what I'm saying? We could not be extraordinary. We could not be exceptionals if there were people who were, who weren't ordinary. So the ordinary people serve a purpose. The people who live in the matrix, they serve a purpose. Their existence in the matrix and the circle of existence, I mean, calling it the circle of life, it's the circle of existence. They serve a purpose. And see, when we start to know, those of us who are of the elect, we start to see and look at this world and we're like, we're too big for this world. We're too big for the thoughts of this world and the mindset that's too small of this world. We outgrow in this world because we've had a chance to stop and contemplate and restart ourselves. You all who came in here into this community, you stopped yourself at the door and you entered the door and you became the next person that you were meant to become. Next name, 
next direction, next cause and purpose to live for. You see, something that you never would have thought that would have happened to you in your earlier existence. You see, you represent the ordinary people who came out of ordinary obscurity into a state of extraordinary occurrence and presence. And in your presence, in your ongoing presence, in your eternal presence, you are constantly growing into that. You are constantly evolving into that, into what it is that you are meant to do, what you are meant to do. You see, people do what they do. People take the lead in the world. People become who they are because they truly have made a link with the Most High. And you make a link with the Most High who is Amen by making a link with those who think the same way and who are also trying to make that link and that connection and become a part of the Most High. Because making a link and a connection means that you are seeking to become a part of that which is extending, that which is growing, that which is ever-evolving. This is what we look for on that path of righteousness. This is what we look for on that path of start and stop in our lives. We're looking for reasons to go on. We're looking for a reason to go on. And we always get that reason to go on. You see, the people in this existence, they could be here today, going tomorrow. They, These are the people... When they they don't when they when they hit that wall and they a lot of the people in this existence hit the wall and they say what is my life really about what am I what is, what is my life sum up to what am I here for and when they don't get that answer they go into a state of depression sometimes they commit suicide they be like oh it's all meaningless it's all nothing it's all useless and they just want to off themselves they ready to take their own lives. Because they wake up and they find out that they've been moving on a path to nowhere. They've really been moving on a path to nowhere. That nothing, none of this stuff that they live to to do or exist to do to acquire money, to to chase sex, to chase money, to chase whatever, to chase all the things in this material world, and it doesn't mean anything. It doesn't mean anything. Only in the minds of the delusional does it really mean something in the minds of the delusional it means something see that's what the matrix was all about the matrix was about waking up people who were delusional people who were uh, uh breaking the delusion and people who were really starting to wake up when you start to wake up and think and think your way out of certain things and on to other things into a higher state that's when you really think it that's when you're really becoming that extraordinary man and woman, when you are collectively thinking your way into a higher state of being, of who you came here to be, who you actually are. That's where the path starts. Well, that's where the journey starts, when you start outgrowing the old you. You start outgrowing the new you, and you start growing into the continuously next you. Because I told you before, old and new, good and bad, positive and negative, black and white, it's all the same thing, man. It's all the same thing on the same coin, operating on the same coin, same frequency and whatnot. You know, same thing. You see, when I talked about the parasites the other night, the parasites live in the two dimensions. The parasites live in the third dimension. They live in the third. They feed. The parasites from the third dimension feed off of the parasites of the second dimension. 
They feed off of them. You see, they feed off of your life's blood, and then they reduce your life to mere existence. Like I said, you might have had a dream to be this, and you might have had a vision to be this. I could be this great such and such and this stuff. And then you get these people that come in and kill your thought to become something more. You get people that do that all the time. They come in to kill your thoughts, to kill your extended thoughts. You get family people that do that. You get outside. You get people in school. Like somebody was saying in the chat, you know, uh, how, how he did it when, you know, it's, that would happen a lot with bronze children. That would happen a lot. You would have bronze children going to these schools with these white guidance counselors, and the bronze children might say, oh, I want to be a lawyer, I want to be a doctor, I want to be an architect. And the guidance counselor or so-called teacher, they're put, they're put there to basically destroy any capability you may have think outside the circle because in the circle of the three dimension you so-called black people exist in the two dimension beneath the third dimensional people which is your Caucasians and everybody else and in their mind you belong as the janitors the cleaners the household people that's where the, in the, in their mind that's where you belong that's where you belong you see notice they don't say well you know, with the reparation. I just want to just use this as an example. Why doesn't the government say, you know what, we're going to make sure that you so-called black people can educate your children and get out of poverty and have your children become doctors and lawyers and this, that, and the third. We want, that will be a form of reparation for you to educate your children, those who are born of black mother, black father, family. We want to educate, we're going to have, um, you're going to have control of your own medical school and all this other stuff and you're going to get all these things. You're going to become doctors and, you know, we're going to make sure two generations of your children become next doctors and lawyers, and you know, things of that nature. You see? You know why they don't say that? Because then that would mean that collectively you're altering your circular existence that you got beneath them. They gave you your existence in this world as black people. The Caucasians gave you your existence as black people in the two-dimension. They they created that space for you in the two-dimensional realm as black people, as limited people, as people beneath them. And they're not trying to let you go above or beyond them. Even when they see you as, like, if you have ascended to that role of becoming a doctor or something like that, yeah, you know, they're always sitting around waiting to take your medical license away. They're trying to figure out anything to take that license away from you until you can't practice or trying to find anything on you that can get you, you know, that could destroy your work, destroy what you work to become, something that you had the vision and, and foresight to become. They try to work to destroy that because in their mind, you belong beneath them. In their mind, you belong beneath them, ordinary people. As ordinary, but below ordinary people. You see, that's how that works. That's why they would have the guys counselor. Remember Malcolm X and the guys counselor. He said that he wanted to be a lawyer. No, you need to be a janitor. Or you need to be a, a carpenter or something like a, a servant. You see. You're not, they don't want you using your mind to think on any level. They don't want that because you will excel 
you will ascend above and beyond them. But the only thing that stops you, that cuts off you people in the two-dimensional state, so-called black people, is that you refuse to stop being black people. That's part of your matrix. As black people, being black people is part of the matrix. Being black people is part of the matrix. Believing that you're black people, that's part of your existence. Because why? what I mean by that is your existence was casted out for you. The Luciferians and the Satanists from all, the Satanists and the Luciferians casted out your image as black people. Why do you think wherever you go, wherever you see black people, it's always like they all on the same BS. They all got the same simple way of thinking. They all on the same nonsense BS. You think that's by design? Wherever you go, it seems like all black people are the same. Wherever you go, mentally they all the same. You see. That's not by that's that's not that's not by accident. That's by design. That's by programming. You might have a few who try to act a little different than one that's because they've been up around white people and other races of people, but it's still pretty much the same thing. You know, it's not much of a difference. We'll be right back.
greater the illumination and the ability to see your clear path that you know that you've entered into this world and you've accepted that you are different from everybody who is just moving in this world, moving in the circle of this space within the three dimension. You've accepted that you are different. You already know that you're different. You know, I used to, I used to, I used to um, do regular jobs and things like that back in the day. I used to sit there and I'd be like, and you just be like, you sitting to yourself, you know, and you'd be like, I know it's something more for me that I'm supposed to be doing. You'll sit there and you'll be like, I know it's something more I'm supposed to be doing. I know there's something more for me. You'll sit there and you'll notice, you'll bear witness to this. You'll say to yourself, I know it's something more than I'm supposed to be doing. You you'll sit and you and you just and you just have that feeling, you have that thought. It's something more to what you're supposed to be doing. You know that you didn't come here to be ordinary. You know that. But people try to get you to commit to mediocrity and substandard behavior. Like I said when I brought up the thing, like one of the sisters brought up when the Enrods brought up the thing about how a guidance counselor tried to get her to, you know, do something ordinary. They don't want our people being extraordinary. And, again, they want to fill in the void in the space where you're supposed to stop and contemplate and think because in that space, in that space of contemplation, because people can tell when you're a thinker. You ever notice that? People could tell thinkers. And what you will find is that people are very uncomfortable around thinkers. All right? People are very uncomfortable around thinkers. People can tell when you are a thinker, right? People can tell. And people are very uncomfortable around thinkers. Right? You haven't noticed that? They're uneasy around thinkers. See, you get this you get the energy, you'll feel that energy. You see, you feel that energy on people. Like I said, people don't like thinkers. They like people who believe and basically go along, get along. Those are the people who they feel comfortable around, people who are not going to break the circle, people who are not going to, as they say, you're not going to um, tip over the, app, the apple wagon. You see, they don't like those kind of people. You see, people who are going to break the spell or break the circle. You see, the term break the circle is really a term that is used against witchcraft and Satanism because what do these people do their rituals and they do their rituals in a circle. So they do everything to strengthen their power within the circle. And they try to keep that circle going. The circle that they ultimately practice their craft on is the third dimension. And in the third dimension, what they don't tell you is that they have to constantly keep the circle of rotation going. This is why you have a curriculum in school where you learn the same thing over and over and over again. You do the same thing at your job over and over and over again. Everything is done in a rotation over and over and over again. You see, why do you think that's done? To keep people on a certain level, a level to which they really belong. It's not that you're trying to force people there because you can't force people to be where they don't belong. You can't force people to be where they don't belong. Make it so as they want to go there. You make it to where they want to go. They want to be in that space. That's how you make it. 
you make it to where they want to be in that space, trapped in that space. That's how you make it for them. And they become attracted to that space. And they start to join into that space. You see? But you have to accept that space. These people have accepted that space. They have accepted that space in time, to stay in that space within time. We have excelled the space, and we're entering the next time. We're entering the next time. Notice when people say, I'll see you next time. What do you think they mean by it? Do they even know what they mean? Is there a next time? Is there a time where a next state of life and how things is laid out, time is laid out? Is there a next time frame when they say see you next time? Is there a next time frame that's laid out? Yes, it is. But they never get to it. You see, when you say, when people say, I'll see you next time, uh, people don't say, I'll see you at a later time. I'll see you at the new time. They say, I'll see you next time. There's a next time. You see, there's a next time. And the next time is the time that we are ascending to. That's the real next time. Why, If there's no next time, why would that be said? Why is that terminology being used if there's only one time? Y'all notice that? Why, if there's only one time, why, is there, why do people say, I'll see you next time? Why do people say that? If there's no next time, if there's not another time frame. See, I told you certain things slip into the matrix, and it's only the ones who are of the elect who will be able to see it. And those people who are of the elect who are able to see it, those people who are of the elect who are able to see it, they're able to view it and know that it's more to it than just that saying. That's more than just a phrase. Next time is more than just a phrase. It's a reality. It's a reality of those who are ascending onto that next time as people who have ascended beyond ordinary to extraordinary. You see, we have ascended from ordinary to extraordinary because now we're receiving thoughts beyond the circle, broken the circle. Mentelect and the elect have broken the circle. We have broken the circle of the third dimension. And because we have broken the circle of the third dimension with outside intel that is not coming from the beast, I want y'all to see, y'all really not, not taking this in, y'all not really realizing what's being done here. You're receiving transmission from outside the third dimension that is not of the beast. No one can ever say they heard this no place before, nowhere. You're receiving transmission outside from outside the beast, and it makes sense. Nobody's debating it. Nobody can debunk it. What does that mean? Y'all really don't get that, do you? That means we've made connection outside the circle. If we're getting transmission intel from outside the circle, then that means we've broken the circle. And you know why we broke the circle? You know how we broke the circle? Because we had already broken it already. As soon as y'all all came here, those of you who are of the elect, your birth, your introduction into the three-dimensional realm was going to be 
part of the instrument. Your physical mind, bodies, and souls were part of the instrument that would be brought together to break the circle. Just by you wanting this, just by you knowing that this is necessary, just by you tuning in and clicking on to this and becoming a part of this, you became part of this. You became part of the tool that was used to break the third dimension, break open the circle. And now this transmission is flowing into this circle. It is pulling people out. It is stopping people in their tracks. It is stopping people in their lives, stopping them from living a certain way of life they used to live or a certain way of existence they used to live. And now they're coming into a next life with a next name, next direction, next vision. You see, that's really what's taking place here. This has really happened. We are the people of the next. The continuous, the next is continuous, ongoing. We receive this transmission to come out of this circle of darkness, blackness, and into the stage of brightness. We are gathering as the light or gathering within the light to ascend into brightness, into the stage of next. This is what it's going to come to. We stopped just so that we could power up and take off into the next. We stopped. We stopped all our activity, or at least many of us have stopped all of our activity as black people. We stopped. And we started to disconnect ourselves from that activity and take on a new form, a next form, excuse me. Take on a next form, a next way of thinking. You took on and accepted a community or a communal style of living or a collective community style of living. You've taken that on in your mind. Many people have not. You had people came in, they never took that on in their mind. They they still with individuals in their mind. That's why they left. They never was able to evolve into the collective. See, you come in here just because you come into this community. Just use this as an example of what I'm talking about. Just because you come into this community does not mean that you are a part of this community. I'm going to say it again. Just because you come into this community does not mean you are a part of this community. Time tells whether you are a part of this community because this is a vomit. And time requires stopping and starting as we're moving on this line. The contemplation to go in the void to grow greater on this stage of who we are meant to become. Because many people came into this community and they left up out of this community because they never could evolve into seeing themselves as a collective body. They never could. They wanted to be here as individuals. They were still two-dimensional. They still couldn't see it as a collective. They couldn't see it. That's really why they left. See, when you can't grow into something greater, then you're going to go where you belong, to the lesser. Simple as that. When you're not able to self-start and self-stop yourself, self-start and self-stop yourself, that means you have not grown into the collective body because the whole point of coming here is to grow into the collective body, and this is how we become powerful. When we are all moving forth of and by the same source of power, which is harmon, that's when we're moving collectively. And it's and like I said, it's not easy. 
because you got people who are still dragging that two-dimensional energy behind us, that individual mindset. You still got people doing that. But over time, if, as you are on this path, it should start falling away from you. All of your individual thoughts and ideas should die. They should start to die. All of your individual thoughts and ideas should start to die as you are ascending, as you are evolving. If that's not happening, then like I said, you're wasting your time. You see, that's where it starts. We already have the blueprint. We have the real blueprint. We have the real blueprint for our ascension. We already got it laid out. We walk in that path right now. You see, we walk in that path right now. We already got the plans for our ascension. We already got the answer. You see, there's no other answer. The answer is ascension. As Amen, we're being shown this reality every day. Either ascend or descend. Simple as that. Either ascend or descend. You look at that little Nas X video, they showed you right there that the beasts know that, that ascension and dissension is real and that the so-called black man in that video, little Nas X, uh, call me by your name. Y'all watch the end of that video, you see where he's ascending up into the fourth dimension, into the heavens as a blue being. He's blue, ascending into the heavens, and then he falls down into the, to hell, back into the third dimension. He becomes a homosexual, a sodomite, and basically, like I said, bending over for the beast. See, they already know. It's right there. They're showing you. The beast know. Or everything I'm saying, just by that video alone, they know. And they show you who they after, the children, especially you bronze men. But let me go ahead and uh, I just had to get that little commentary in there. Let me go ahead and read this question before we go. Why do we stop and start things in our lives? Because that is part of the ascension. When an elevator is going up, elevator keeps going up. It might stop at a few floors, but it will continue to go up. Starting is to go up. Starting is to go up. Going down is not starting. You see, the downward spiral is not starting. You see, that's the end. Downward is the end. The start is the rise. Y'all follow? And the stops in between is for contemplation. Remember I said we start things to create a line, and we stop to make an impression. Remember that. I want you all to say that. We start things to make a line and we stop to make an impression. And that is the ascension as we're moving forward in the name of Amen. Do we know when we are supposed to stop? No. It's built into you to know when to stop and to contemplate. Do we know when we're supposed to go? No. It's built in you. You'll know when it's time to go. When it's time to ascend as we are moving forward as that collective body, you all came in here at different times in your lives, different ages in your life for a reason that was built in for your time to become a part of this, ascend into this. Do we choose our own path? Yeah, you do. And so much as from the upper state, from the upper dimension, yeah, you do. The people in the lower dimension, they don't. Not really. No, they don't. When we start to break that path to circle, we channel into the higher self of who we are within the body of Amma, we start to channel in, then that's when we start to come into alignment with ourselves, and then our path is already set. So really, that's a yes and no answer. Our path is set from the higher, the upper dimensions, and we're just coming into alignment with it. All right? 
what do what do does this realization mean in the evolution of the elect? Everything. Because this is all we have. Our ability to ascend collectively as one people. As Amun. And that's it. We're going to close out in the name of Amun, by the power of Amun, and Amun, we trust, and Amun, we think, and Amun, we continue forward forever. I am the intellectual new Ben Card. This has been Mentelect Radio. I'll see you guys back here tomorrow at 10. Good night.